Incoming chat. Hello, everyone, and welcome one more time to another episode of Incoming Chat, the H2H business communication podcast by the live chat. Uh, if you happen to enjoy this episode, you know what to do. Just go like, subscribe, do all the beautiful things you do for your, the other YouTube channels. And to introduce a little bit of what we're going to do today, because I know this is going to be one of my favorite episodes. Um, as you know, hopefully, we've been putting content out like crazy. Uh, we're not the only ones. Every company is really focused on creating content. We create a lot of content. We have huge teams of content creators. But what do we do then? What happened with that content? How do we repurpose it? How do we put it in the right channels? And it's not something that is uh, only a small problem. It's a problem that every content creator has. Like, how do you really take advantage of it? And um, I met our guest in um, in a SaaS group. Um, he always posts about one thing and one thing only that is his baby, which is content distribution. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about content distribution and how to take advantage of it. And that being said, I just want to welcome Mr. Ognin Boscovich. How are you doing, Brad? Hey, Marcos. <clears throat> Not bad. Good to have you in the show. I know we have a lot to talk about because um, this is something that I really, really... It's not a worry, but I really want to take advantage of it. I, I put a lot of, we put a lot of um, effort in creating content, but then that content doesn't reach the right people or doesn't end up in the right channels. And just to give an idea, but by the way, Ognin is, uh, he's the head of growth of content distribution, which as you can imagine, they figure out how to properly distribute your content. And I want to dig in straight away, um, Ognin, how is this, how common is this problem for the companies that you work with? Is is something that happens a lot or shall we be worried that it's just our own problem? Uh, yeah, I see more and more people, uh, you know, uh, speaking of, of content distribution and even more people, you know, figuring out that they have an issue when it comes to content distribution. Uh, usually the number one thing people think about uh, when, when content is involved is SEO. So, uh, you know, ranking uh, on, on organic search uh, on Google. Mm -hmm. And that's that's just one of the ways you can distribute content. And in that case, you know, obviously Google or whatever the search platform is, uh, is uh, does it for you. So it's kind of, uh, when it comes to actual distribution, it's low effort and, uh, you know, returns that are big if you do, do it right. Uh, but uh, obviously it's, difficult to have everyone succeed in ranking on Google. And uh, if, if we were all able to do that, obviously Google wouldn't make any money and, uh, uh, you know, SEO as a profession or uh, activity wouldn't exist. So uh, a funny thing you said, we, we specialize in content distribution and we actually have uh, two, two businesses in, 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 in one, and one is the SEO content agency, and the other is a SaaS business. Right now, we are building a, the second SaaS business, but uh, basically with the agency, we focus on creating SEO content, and we create uh, you know, pretty huge SEO outcomes. Uh, but we, we stop there. We, we just... Uh, rely on Google to distribute that content. So when I joined, uh, we had a pretty big content team on the agency side, uh, but it was just me, uh, you know, uh, regarding all, all the content or marketing efforts on the SaaS 
uh, side of the business. So it kind of came natural to me that, okay, we had content, we had case studies. So, you know, the, the most impactful thing I could do is just distribute it because it's already there. It's not ranking because it's not made to impress Google, uh, but it's made to impress people. And uh, therefore, it was a clear you know, decision for me to just focus on distributing it. And in the first six months of me working at the, after the launch of our SaaS tool, plus 3i, I just focused on uh, distributing the content, didn't do anything when it comes to content creation. I did repurpose and rewrite you know, uh, pieces of, of the existing content, but that, that was all. So no, no original content was Perfect. created. And we, we managed to get to uh, around 150K ARR uh, just through doing that. And just, that was just, out of, just out of distributing the content properly. Exactly, exactly. And, and that's, you know, uh, on a small scale. It was just me. Uh, I had around 10 pieces of content, and that's all. And wow. it was all basically manual. Uh, no automation, no scheduling tools, no sophisticated systems. Uh, so, you, so you grabbed these 10 pieces of content, you went through the whole process of like making sure that is SEO right, and you basically polished the stuff and repurposed stuff. Yeah, didn't, didn't really focus on SEO. Okay. Uh, what, what, what we found, for example, for agencies is the, it, it makes more, most sense to generate business on social media and not through, you know, attempting to rank for SEO agency London. Uh, better clients come inbound through, through proper content distribution on, on uh, social media, mostly LinkedIn. Uh, and then Facebook some and Twitter some. Uh, so obviously. Facebook is not dead for business. You, like you still use uh, it as a. I yeah yeah uh, the the best place on on Facebook right now for let's say B two B, SaaS or any kind of business agencies is are groups. Uh, Facebook Facebook is really pushing groups. For example, you can see uh, speaking of content distribution and uh, and and Facebook groups when you post something on your profile. Facebook will give you a notification. You are a member of some Facebook groups that might might like this content. Why not post it there? So even Facebook is pushing you into you know distributing that. content, and Facebook groups are really still getting a decent reach compared to you know everything else on Facebook. Or for example, LinkedIn groups that don't get any any engagement. So yeah, Facebook groups are also personal profiles because it's you know really low effort to post something on LinkedIn on your personal profile and then just repost it on Facebook. And uh, I, at this, at this stage, occasionally or often get more engagement on Facebook profile than on LinkedIn profile. So yeah, uh, Facebook is still in the game, uh, especially with the Facebook group, which we mostly use as a, you know, a place to build a community. And obviously other people do. So, you know, before you have your own assets, such as your own community, uh, start, start creating content and distributing it into other people's uh, now, Facebook groups. Before you get into deep in, in, in this area, um, there's something I always get conflicted about. Um, when you go to Facebook as a company, I have a feeling people don't engage with companies' profiles as much as personal profiles. 
For example, if I if I see the name of your company telling me something about content distribution, I might engage less than if I see your face. Oh, this is a guy. Uh, we we belong to the same group, and he's saying things that make sense. Do you feel that is the difference between engaging with personal branding versus a company branding? Yeah, uh, I mean you've seen those posts uh, on LinkedIn, especially. Yeah, totally. Uh, Big fan. You know, uh, uh, talking about how personal brands are the new. I uh, think that they're not really new, but but uh, they obviously outperform the company uh, uh, brand uh, because it, I guess you know it, it, it all comes down to psychology. When you see a company update, you already know what to expect. It's uh, we're doing a rebrand. It's uh, we're doing a launch. Hey, can you help us? Hey, can you buy from us? Hey, can you give us money? So it's it, it's kind of you know expectations are 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 pretty simple and uh, not that great. Uh, and with, you know, actual human being from that company, uh, that does take it to some kind of a, a specific human level and uh, some use it, have, has something unique about them. You're definitely more likely to, to relate to that, therefore engage and, and so on. So yeah, uh, we, uh, we definitely focus on the personal component of, of the brand. And, and, you know, if we're speaking of uh, uh, metrics and, you know, being specific about it, the, the, the way people think, for example, LinkedIn works is someone types in searches uh, on LinkedIn, finds your company page, and then, you know, goes on your website. Yeah. What, what, what actually happens is personal brands, uh, create some traction, you go to their profile and then you figure out, aha, they work here, this place must be cool. Okay, let me check that out. And you know, basically the, the name of the game is staying top of mind and uh, everything else is kind of a, a, you know, outcome of that. No, cool, cool. I mean, I, you see it on LinkedIn, I mean, the, the, how it evolved from a place that you just drop your CV and wait till someone finds you, hopefully, to it's, it's now it's a proper social media. I mean, I, I, I saw cats today. People's posting cat photos already <laughs> LinkedIn. But um, when, when you were talking about repurposing, you said you, you had 10 pieces of content, which is, is not a lot. I mean, we, like, as live, we, we put tons of content out, uh, not only in the products, but also in success, which is sort of our top of the funnel initiatives. Um, so if you have a piece of text, uh, what, what was the first thing you, you did? Obviously, you read it. <laughs> Uh, but after that, what, how, what, what was the flow or, or the, the, the thought process behind uh, distributing and repurposing content? Well, you uh, usually go backwards. So uh, let's take this, this recording as an example. So uh, we just talked about personal brands versus company brands. So you can, you know, and most likely will uh, cut a piece of our conversation that's uh, should you invest in your uh, company brand or focus on personal brands? And that's, you know, one, uh, two, three, four minute uh, clip. And uh, that's your piece of content that can probably get more traction than the entire uh, 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 clip on, on YouTube or as a podcast. Uh, and then you have another one, uh, how to, where to focus. If, if you're on Facebook, here's where to focus uh, your uh, content distribution efforts, or, or or so on. So yeah, I was I was I was kind of uh, I was given content before I joined. I mean, when I joined, I I got the content and it was ready. Uh, and then I would just look at you know 
uh, logical uh, steps, uh, how to split that content into logical uh, steps in the process of learning and taking the, the you know, the audience from uh, zero to, to 100 or whatever. And uh, over time, uh, I and, and, and our content distribution efforts evolved. And now the way we create content that we know we want to distribute heavily is uh, we each section, each H2, uh, is basically the way we look at it is what well, each section is a for example LinkedIn post so uh, each piece of content should have some kind of a layout some kind of a structure and for example you know I, I come from I have a copywriting background so that, that that's kind of natural to me uh, but it should follow some kind of a formula for example the most probably the most popular are PAS, Problem Agitation Solution, or ADA, and so on. And uh, basically, the, the idea with uh, content design for distribution is to have a formula uh, in the entire uh, post or entire piece of content, and then also have a similar formula in each section. So, for example, we, are, uh, we recently wrote a, a piece on how Zapier uh, grew to, I think, 50 million ARR uh, in eight years and uh, is now at 300 full-time employees and their employee retention rate is 95%. So that's kind of a, a, yeah. a case study or a, or a breakdown of their uh, good remote policies, culture, and so on. And uh, when we are picking a piece of content to, to produce, uh, when, when, it, when it's distribution focused, we don't think a lot about, for example, SEO and ranking, you know. And instead we focus on, okay, so uh, you want to cover something that's either relatable or it's uh, a good example, or it's some, your audience basically wants to be that guy. And Zapier is one of the, you know, influencers you want to be, yeah. to <laughs> company, and they have 300 employees. so. If we cover them like no one did so far, uh, there's a chance that some of their employees will share that and so on. And that, 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 that's one way. So before you start creating content, figure out what can get some traction. You know, not, not talking about the, the proper virality, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, at least in a way, give it, give it a you know, good setup for, for uh, ad additional uh, 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 distribution. Okay. And so then, uh, before, before you before you get yeah. on, so let me let me sort of um, recap that. So basically, every piece of content that you have, you can slice it in bits that they can work individually in different posts or in different things. Yeah. Uh, the The idea with that is, I used to do it differently uh, when I was doing it on my own, but it basically just takes a lot of time, and it's not something that you can. Uh, teach everyone to do. That, that's how I feel about it. And, uh, you know, just takes a lot of time and every, you, you cannot build a, build a proper system. It's always going to be a, a, a specific scenario. It's always going to be a specific solution. It's always going to be a specific way you repurpose and uh, distribute content. So instead of doing that, because uh, it's simply inefficient, once you get to a certain level of scale, 
then uh, a better way to 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 approach it is to uh, create content with basically distribution in mind. And one of the ways uh, you can do that is uh, format everything so it's kind of almost ready to the to be distributed. So you can just take section number four and post it as a LinkedIn post, uh, for example. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's eventually, it. yeah, you'll bring them back to your original content if they're interested in that. Now, um, and for example, so, sorry to interrupt you, but okay. uh, video content is, is perfect for uh, distributing, especially these kinds of interviews, because, you know, you, you don't have questions, and those are your sections. And then you can, you can split every question plus the answer into different pieces of content. And uh, definitely the video content has been uh, easier to distribute, and that's what we are seeing, for example, on LinkedIn yeah. uh, doing a lot. Now, um, going back to your relationship or, or you as a writer uh, evolving to head of growth, uh, this is something that we had before uh, in our own company too. Is like uh, you have writers that most of the time don't want to write based on SEO, uh, not because not because they just don't want to, but it's like they believe that uh, they can relate or or connect with the customer directly, right? But then there's a strategy side, which is the stuff that you're talking about. That like if you write the content in a special way or in a specific way, you can repurpose, you can reuse it, and distribute it better. Um, do you think is is it a, is it hard for a writer to adapt to this way to write to like with thinking or foreseeing distribution and SEO and, and all the different steps? It's yeah, it, it is tough. That's the short answer. The long answer is, uh, for example, I have a a baddest writer on 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 our team, who's the only writer actually writing content on, on, on this side of the business, not the agency side, the, the SaaS side. And, and he's, he's really awesome, uh, Matia, shout out. Uh, and, uh, but he, he has been writing SEO content for a while, and you can totally see how it, it's easy to get brainwashed by SEO, uh, you know, way of doing things. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, it, the, usually the outcome is you have too much fluff Mm -hmm. uh, stuff gets repeated over and over again without a, a you know, reason, without reason. And, uh, and then it's kind of my, my task is to keep it as simple as possible. Uh, keep reminding the writer that we are talking to human beings and, not, and, not, uh, you know, Google and yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a kind of, a, you know, a, a process of unlearning some, some SEO things. Uh, but, uh, yeah, writers tend not to write in a structured way. Uh, that's, uh, let's say, content writers. Yep. Uh, copywriters are, are something else, and they, they do tend to do that. So I find it way easier to write with copywriters when it comes to content like, like this. Because, uh, you know, every, every piece has, uh, has its purpose, and every piece is a, is a piece of the, the flow. Uh, that the entire piece of content has. Uh, so yeah, that, that structure uh, is, is uh, evident in uh, copy. And uh, yeah, way easier to, uh, to produce that kind of content with copywriters rather than content writers. Content writers. That makes sense. Now, um, when we look at social media, right, that most companies have a social media team that they, they're being paid to, all right, well, this is what's happening in the company. You need to figure out a strategy to communicate that. 
Um, how do how, how does it match the distribution? Like uh, th their efforts on putting stuff out, um, and also mix it up with this repurposing of other content. Uh, do you think they they should only grab the content or sort of doing your job? Yeah, like grab the content, repurposing and put it out, or they should find their own voice, their own way to connect with the customers and how, how you see it evolving? So uh, I think it's, it is evolving, but I, I don't think the majority of companies will ever uh, do it the new way. Uh, but basically uh, so far, social media has been something you hire someone, uh, you know, as, Get, get someone as cheap as possible and get them to just, you know, post random stuff. Uh, you know, occasionally, if, if someone's smart enough, they do a meme or they <laughs> get funny. Uh, you have some B2C brands crushing social, uh, you know, Wendy's, Burger King, that, that kind of stuff. I, I was hoping you're going to mention Wendy's because it's my favorite. Yeah, uh, but then uh, B2B is it, like, like social media is... Uh, in most cases, in B2B, just like the last thing uh, a company figures out or the last thing they invest into. And uh, in my uh, role here, it was quite the opposite. It was like the, the, the number one thing and it totally paid off, not, not just in terms of revenue, but also uh, not just in terms of SaaS revenue, but mm -hmm. the demand for our services is, is just like... Uh, 10, 10 DMs a day, uh, can you do SEO for us and stuff like that. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't take uh, <laughs> yes to everybody, right? pretty much any of those. But basically, you can, you can see companies like Refine Labs or Gong and so on, uh, really crushing uh, organic social uh, with a good content creation and then content distribution uh, system. And you can totally see how uh, they are totally so so far from their competitors just by doing that and just staying consistent with it and uh yeah i i think for that evolution to happen people need to feel the the benefits of of prioritizing social media and uh you know you, you cannot have someone junior doing it if you want uh you know to to have those outcomes so yeah uh first I think take a look at how some companies are reaping the benefits of proper uh, content distribution on social media, and then prioritize it accordingly. Uh, if you if you invest little to no into it, that's what you'll get. If you have something someone more, more senior handling it, and if you prioritize it, uh, you you can have the number one channel in organic social. That's that's definitely a good message for the, especially for the social media people watching. Is, is companies need to give their value to like what really is worth, right? I mean, social media is huge. Everybody connects with through social media. So having someone who is just going to post some random um, stuff, even memes, uh, is definitely not the way to go. Now, when you mention uh, companies like Refine Labs and Gong, and I, I really like the style. I always connect with the style of what they do. Right? They they have their own unique voice. How do you think the style of writing, and I'm asking this because of uh, you have a newsletter. We'll definitely add the, the, uh, the link in the description. Uh, but that your newsletter has a unique voice. Is I, I'm not connecting to a selling point or, or a brand talking about buying my product. 
is you. Is you telling, this is how I do things, blah, 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 blah. And it's super direct. It's super clear. Do you think style makes a big difference for people connecting to, um, to content? Uh, definitely. Uh, and uh, I, I think it's one of those things that uh, really, really compound at scale. Uh, you know, you, you won't see much, uh, you know, effect if, you, if you're just starting out. But, you know, once you uh, scale your brand or company or whatever, uh, it, it really, really, you know, pays its dividends. Uh, I think uh, before style comes really having something to say, you know, uh, really having an opinion. So when you say style, I, I think about, you know, the way you write, the way you talk. And uh, I think that that's kind of the second thing that's important. The first thing is really uh, having some kind of a unique positioning. And the second thing is then, uh, you know, uh, having really something to say. So uh, what, we, what we see in, in the proper executions of what, what we're talking about, let's say Refine Labs, Chris Walker has uh, something that's, uh, you know, when you, when you hear it the first time, it's kind of revolutionary. And it's very anti-status quo, mm -hmm. so it really goes against the the, the grain. And uh, I think that's that's kind of you know the, the strategy level of things. And uh, challenging status quo is definitely one of the uh, best ways to position yourself. And that will lead to the you know uh, also a different or unique uh, writing style as well. So that, 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 that I think. You cannot fake it uh, until you make it. Yeah, uh, yeah I know. In things like this, that, that, that's how I feel about it, at least. Uh, if you have something you need to say, you just need to figure out a way to format what you want to say. But I, I think the uh, prerequisite to, to doing this in, the, in a good way is, uh, is to really have something to say that's different than what everybody else is, is saying. Absolutely. Now, if um, I mean, you're working with tons of different channels, different media. What what's your favorite channel for B two B, especially? Well, yeah, definitely, definitely LinkedIn. Uh, I I do focus a lot on on the email uh, component of it, uh, but uh, you know, email is 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 not a proper top of the funnel uh, channel. You cannot uh, you cannot. Or organically grow it. You you need to promote it somewhere else. It's either organic search or organic social media or through paid ads. Uh, but I like to host things on email or, for example, in our community, mm -hmm. uh, which is in a Facebook group basically. Uh, but the the best uh, you know uh, top of the funnel channel uh, and beyond that as well is is definitely LinkedIn. Because the reach there is still uh, the number one uh, compared to Twitter, Facebook, or whatever, and uh, you can definitely see the compounding effect of, of LinkedIn. Uh, right now, it's it's four of us on the team uh, with consistent, uh, you know, uh, content and engagement on LinkedIn, and uh, you can really see it compound. And again. I always look at uh, the most successful examples in in the say industry, and you can you can see how 
uh, big ones do it, and it's usually consistency in posting content, a lot of engagement uh, on your end, and uh, and uh, multiplying the whole thing or actually compounding it when more team members do the same. Again, yeah, personal branding takes uh, takes a big role in yeah. that. Now, um, the opposite question was like, what's what's the channel that you wouldn't even touch? Like the channel that you hate, or just not gonna get involved in it? Well, I did touch it, and I will be touching it some more. Uh, but it's but it's uh, definitely a love hate relationship, uh, and it's Reddit. All right. Um, so first of all, I've I've never been a Reddit user, uh, but then I figured out, okay, let me use it as I'm in my marketing. Uh, and uh, I I posted I, I first had an AMA in one of the communities did really well so I was like okay this is cool let's let's distribute content on Reddit too and then first time I, I post something it goes it, it does pretty well has like 140 uh, upvotes and 50ish comments which is you know more than I get on LinkedIn for example and it was one of the top weekly posts. Uh, but then I start posting more content or distributing, mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, I start getting you know hateful uh, comments uh, that aren't based based on any facts, and uh, I'm being called a scammer trying to sell them something when I you know really have no links, no uh, nothing to sell them. In fact, uh, so it's it, it gets kind of annoying because the of the anonymity that Reddit has, so, you know, everyone can say whatever they, want. Know, they yeah. can, whatever they want, they can talk shit about you, have no consequence, uh, and it's really, you know, showing, and uh, I'm, I'm still going to be, you know, distributing content there, it's just something you, you, you have to accept, and, you know, it's a good way to practice stoicism, for example, so Definitely. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be doing it still. I, yeah, I remember. I, I haven't touched Reddit since um, the times that I was working for a video game company. Uh, like, I, I try to just not even promote it as like buy our game. I was trying to like, hey, you guys have a play our game because I would love to hear from you. And it was already like, oh, okay, like you game companies always trying to scam. I'm like, whoa, okay, just I want it to be friendly. Now, uh, yeah. tell me a little bit of um, what you what you're doing with uh, with content distribution, and then tell me a little bit about the SaaS company that you're building too. Yeah, so. Three, three things. Uh, one is the agency. We're, we're the agency behind, for example, uh, one of the biggest new uh, B2C SaaS uh, project, Do Not Pay, from San Francisco. Uh, and uh, we took them to uh, over 500,000 monthly organics in like 17 months. Nice. Uh, and have a few similarly successful projects like that. Uh, so that's 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 our main business right now. Uh, you know, making most money and, and uh, hosting most of our team members. Uh, then the second one is Cluster AI, which is a SaaS business uh, a keyword grouping tool. Uh, and uh, we are now working on a, our third part of the business, uh, 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 also a SaaS business, which I won't be talking about right now. Uh, but if anyone wants to stay up to date, you can go to strongerteams.com slash marketing uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll keep everyone updated there. We'll be doing some kind of a building public, but a proper building public thing uh, where we will 
you know, our initial uh, users will become sort of our product advisors. We'll be having weekly updates on the features we'll, we are introducing, things we're fixing, also uh, marketing efforts, stats, all that stuff. So yeah, that's that's, that's one cool. of the so you build parts. a community from from the start. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's great. Uh, community led thing. Yeah, uh, is becoming a popular phrase. So yeah, we're we're doing something like that too. Yeah, no, that's great to hear. So I'm I'm gonna add all the links of everything that I'm Ongin is doing with his team uh, in the descriptions, and I want to invite you, Ongin. I mean, maybe we'll need to coordinate, but uh, we can probably do some some of the exercise that you mentioned about how to split how to slice content, how to repurpose it. Maybe we can do a webinar together and um, show people what what they need to be done. And obviously, uh, you're more than welcome to come to our show anytime. It's been great talking to you, man. I I, I did learn a lot. I, I'm sure we can talk about more. Uh, we'll talk about it more, but let's leave it for a second episode. So I would love to invite you again for um, for a conversation. Deal. Really nice talking to you. Always open to to have uh, fun discussions like this one. And yeah, thanks. Thanks once again for having me. Thanks a lot, brother. And for all of you guys watching, I hope you learned something today. Like I said before, if you learned something, don't forget to like and subscribe to our channel. We'll have a lot of cool content coming up very shortly, too. So thank you again, Ognin. And thank you, everybody, for watching. This was Incoming Chat. Incoming chat.